What is up, Questioning Marks? We are coming at you tonight with our review of WWE Fastlane 2021, the premier pay-per-view that brings us right into the mega, mega pay-per-view that we're all clamoring and marking out for. That is WrestleMania. I'm joined tonight with Adam and Jared, as always. What's going on, Adam? It was pretty fast in parts, pretty slow in others, but we'll get right to it. Happy Wednesday, guys. What's up, Jared? What's going on, guys? Can't wait to uh, talk some more WWE. Yeah, man. We got a lot of uh, good stuff going on. It's bringing us right into, uh, you know, the path to WrestleMania right now. A lot of things happened during Fastlane. We're looking to give you our questioning marks reviews here. So let's jump right into it, guys. Uh, Our boy Riddle versus Mustafa Ali. Jared nailed it on the head again with this match in regards to what the fallout was going to be about here um so this match uh once again we're glad to see our boy riddle taking the gold with him it continues his storyline and his path to hopefully one day being the main man here in the the, uh, wwe so uh for this match i'm going to give it around like three and a half questioning marks uh for me, I thought it was a good match. Riddle and Ali are two both top-notch wrestlers, I think, in my book. Uh, and I know they both complemented each other very well. It's just the match itself doesn't have too much storytelling or a big storyline to lead us into uh, you know, gripping us too much. But nonetheless, because of that, they still put on a good match, I thought. I, uh, I'm going to uh, say it's a four-star match, four-questioning mark match. For me, um, like Matt said, uh, both top-notch in-ring talents and riddle is on the up and up and like matt also said hopefully definitely gonna be on top of the company one day i definitely see his uh in-ring talent uh good mic skills and ali uh hopefully they could find another uh character for him or whatever because he also is you know he could be a high flyer he could be technical in the ring um Definitely a polished wrestler, and I hope they just don't, uh, you know, abandon ship with him. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a very good match, entertaining, you know, as entertaining as a pre-show match can be, in my opinion, and glad to see Retribution break up because that was honestly one of WWE's um, worst storylines in the past <laughs> year in the since the pandemic, in which I think they've pretty much dominated, so... Uh, Glad to see that is over with. Yeah. I'm going to agree and go with the four questioning marks here too, boys. But I was almost tempted. I was really tempted to take one off because they started an early one on us here. I wasn't ready, you know, but nah. they started six o'clock. What are, what are we doing here? Like I, <laughs> I, I, I missed, I missed the opening of the match and then, but no, I mean, all kidding aside. Yeah. Two, two great talents. One on one ascending one. I don't want to say descending, but maybe now that that uh, the faction is breaking up and, and or, or they've broken away from him, maybe Mustafa Ali kind of takes on a new a new character, a new role. I will say, um, and and I hadn't watched this initially, but I, I went back and took a look at Mania 34. I'd encourage folks to watch his match against Cedric Alexander. The Spanish fly that he hit in that match is probably one of the best spots I've seen. So um, definitely a talent that uh, can go. And we know about Riddle and what he brings to the table. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with four marks for this one. Awesome. Awesome review guys. Uh, you know, it's good. It's good to see Riddle uh, doing his thing. And uh, like you said, Mustafa Ali is a major, major talent, I think. And 
if if they could find something for him to do, man, that uh, it just you know just clicks with the fans. I, you know, I feel like he could put on definitely great matches. Uh, but for now, it's bro time. Yes, bro, bro, bro. So that brings us to a match that I actually missed due to daddy duties. Uh, we have uh, Blazer. Baszler, I'm sorry. I always, I always fucking mess that up, man. Uh, so Baszler and Nia Jax for Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Uh, so this is for the tag titles, the woman tag titles. Believe the SmackDown, right? Um, well, so, the tag titles are. are, are oh yeah, it's universal, right? Yeah, universal. All right. Well, since I missed this match, I will let Jared take this away here. Adam, you could go into it. I have nothing to fucking say because I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Just uh, pretty much as I thought, uh, Reginald had uh, a part to play in this match, and I didn't think that uh, Sasha and Bianca Belair were going to win the titles just because hard storyline to uh, go with going into WrestleMania as they're uh, obviously you know fighting for the SmackDown Women's title, and just there's no way to put the belts on them and then somehow take them off when there's most likely going to be a, a title change between the two of them. Um, I don't know. Not my favorite WWE women's match. Uh, not horrible. Not, uh, not great. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go three questioning marks. Uh, still was somewhat entertained by, uh, the match. And honestly, uh, I hope that, uh, Baszler and Jax actually dropped the title sooner rather than later, and I think that's coming as you can see uh, Nia's getting more infatuated with Reginald, and Shayna Baszler's getting uh, a little annoyed. So, uh, yeah, three question marks for me on that one. You know what I'm going to say, right? You know it's coming. You know the two words are coming. My... Fortunately, we didn't see that happen in this match. I'm going to go, you know, I don't know. I'm going to go two and a half just because I really wasn't, I, I, I didn't find much entertaining about this match, but I am happy to Jared's point that, that this leads to a, hopefully a breakup soon between Baszler and Nia Jax, because I think I, I'm really high on, on Shayna Baszler. Uh, as we've talked about before on the show, I really enjoy the MMA uh, wrestler, the wrestlers that have come from the MMA world and what they bring to the table. Uh, I think she could really be a serious performer because of her mixed martial arts background. Adam, so really- I, uh, I just wanted to touch on something real quick that you said. I think the MMA uh, background works better for the women wrestlers, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, and and, 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 and in, in a sense, even among female wrestlers that haven't competed in mixed martial arts, what you see is that when they work with the MMA performers, it adds to their credibility too. Like, right. I mean, and, and I encourage folks to take a look at Shayna Baszler's YouTube channel where she does breakdowns, not only of UFC and MMA fights, but of how that you can apply some of the holds and submission maneuvers in the wrestling world too. So that's, I really like that's that. That's pretty cross- cool. Yeah. I like the cross, you know, the cross uh, connection there. I mean, and they, um, they have, yeah. they have a few women who are, uh, you know, MMA fighters, uh, Sonia Deville, uh, Baszler, uh, Ronda Rousey. So, uh, last thing I'll say on this is that if this would have gone the other way, it would have been it would have been interesting in one sense and might have increased my my ranking of this match, which is we've seen uh, across the board, not just in in WWE but other promotions as well, when you've got a singles title holder that ends up being a tag champion with someone that she's having a feud with. I remember well, Bailey, you know, sort of exactly. 
Uh, I mean, there's tons of examples. I, I mean, on the men's side, this is like going way back, but I remember ECW, you know, when Taz and Sabu became uh, tag champs and they just couldn't stand each other, you know? That, yeah. that, that's an interesting dynamic. And I, Same thing with like RVD and out. Sabu kind of too. They always had that crazy dynamic where Bill Alfonso would have to like fucking separate yeah. them all the time. They'd be yelling at each other behind the stage. RVD's like, fuck you, Sabu. And then they have to go out and wrestle. And exactly. sort of sort of like when Braun Strowman and the referee's son won the tag title a few years ago. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I also have to just agree with you guys that the fact that I thought it was a poor booking match having both of these wrestlers uh, in, in Banks and and uh, and uh, Belair having to team up because I just think it, it was dumb. They could have probably had them do something else, like maybe have them teaming up with another person and having them, you know, go against each other in the ring for a little preview. But um Poor booking in uh, my mind, so I don't think anything that this match was going to do was going to be great. Unless I guess the wrestling was, but it seems like I didn't miss anything. So on to the next one. We got Big E and Apollo Crews for the IC title. Uh, Adam, I think uh, since both of us started off, I will let you start off with this one. Yeah, I mean... As a singles competitor, I, I like Big E. I like the fact that he's got that powerlifting experience. We saw him throw a couple belly-to-belly suplexes here that he did effectively. Who's your daddy also- and what does he do? <laughs> there, there was a couple, couple of moments, especially towards the end with the pin reversal spot. It just you know it didn't go right. Um, so, gosh, I'm gonna I'll go three. Just because this, again, another match that didn't have me too entertained. I've been following this feud on SmackDown, and I, I just... I feel like, again, another guy, I feel like Big E, uh, we've seen him in a more serious role here than he's been before, but I think he should be pushed even further into that kind of serious frame as opposed to what he's done with the New Day. I hope that from this feud, he builds into something else. I'm going to go with three questioning marks. I am going to go with three and a half questioning marks. I think both guys are actually pretty good in the ring and... To uh, allude to what Adam just said, I think Biggie has a lot of star power in him, a lot of marketing ability in him, and I actually think Adam hit a home run with his analysis. Uh, Biggie is probably going on to bigger and better things, and that was one of the reasons why I had thought potentially Apollo was going to take the title off him, so they could give uh, Biggie the push that he deserves after you know Mania. So uh, I was wrong there, um, but I think Apollo's good in ring. I think he's got potential. Um, so we'll see. I'm going to go three and a half. Thought it was a uh, definitely a quality match. I'm going to go. I'm I'm going to be a little more stingy here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go two. I'm gonna go two questioning marks here, only because I think both of these guys. Uh, one, just like Adam said, that 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 roll up pin. I, I was watching this match off my phone when I was putting Caleb to sleep. And uh, I almost had to, like, I almost woke him up at, towards the end of that match with that pin because it, it would look sloppy, man. Uh, and when something happens like that, uh, it, to me, it just overshadows everything. And, and unfortunately, just like Jared said, these two guys are good in-ring wrestlers. I believe Adam alluded to it also. And because of that, um, I think these guys could put on a four, four-and-a-half-star match uh, if they were really both on their game. So because of that, uh, and, and because of what they could have done, I, I got to go two two questioning marks here for me. But uh, glad to also see Big E still keeping the title. I think uh, you know they they should let him keep it going and and uh, 
you know, until somebody he, you know, until he could get into a real good, you know, storyline with someone. All right, that now brings us to uh, a a Braun Strowman versus Elias match. This was a match that that, that Jared stated was uh, taken off of the card at some point. We did not know what was happening here. I think it got put back on at the last minute or something. Well, it, it wasn't. It was uh, originally supposed to be Shane versus Braun, and Shane got uh, hurt warming up for the match, a fake knee injury um, that he, I guess, pussied out of the match or whatever. <laughs> and he then, you know, sees Elias in the hallway, and Elias is looking for an opportunity to go to WrestleMania. And Elias goes out to the ring with Jackson Riker and Shane, and he starts singing a song. Shane interrupts him right away and says, you know, by the way, you're taking my place in the match tonight. Strowman's music hits, and Strowman actually, like, destroys, um, you know, uh, Elias. And you'll have to wait for our uh, review on Sunday to find out who Strowman is uh, going to be fighting at WrestleMania. and. What we think about that? So uh, mm-hmm. definitely have some a uh, lot of a lot of talk about on Sunday as far as that goes. So, what? Uh, um, what how many questioning marks do you? Do you uh, this match? Man, I don't like to do brawn dirty like this. I <laughs> really don't because it's not his fault. That's yeah. the thing. Dude. And he'll come after you. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna get these hands bad. I I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> I guess two. I guess two stars. I mean, how? How? It wasn't even a match, really. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not scared. I'm not scared of his hands because remember, he's stupid. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to go with two questioning marks as well. Uh, I don't have much to say on this one. I'll, I'll turn to Matt in a moment, but um, I I will just say that uh, maybe factoring into my analysis is looking at how this is built up on Raw and particularly uh, this week's episode of Raw. I do, when he gets angry. And he's, I mean, he's, and he, he's cutting promos with the, you know, and he's on the mic and he's, you know, it's, it's that standard, dy- you know, dynamic between him and Shane of, you know, the, the big giant who's a dummy and he's being kind of, you know, bullied and mocked for it. Right. Uh, so seeing him get agitated and then get into anger mode, I think that adds to his credibility. And I, I kind of like him when he's, when he's doing that. So it's kind of building up to, you know, it's generating that Shane's generating that heat. So as a fan, you know, you just can't wait to see Braun get his hands on him. It'll definitely be, it'll definitely be entertaining for sure. I mean, I just, you know, the quality of the in-ring is not going to be like, uh, you know, like Okada. Yeah. I don't even know. I I was going to say like a Rollins, (laughs) WWE, you know, (laughs) so, uh, lemon tuna fish. Yeah, it's, it's uh, listen, but it'll be entertaining. I'm entertained by Shane, and obviously, I love Braun as this match. So, uh, yeah, um, I, uh, yeah, like uh, it's just hard. It, it's hard to talk about it when he's in such a stupid fucking storyline, and I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree with the two questioning marks aspect here. Um, I also that's feel, being generous. Yeah, I, I also feel like that we've seen Braun Strowman numerous times uh, pinned up against Elias. Um, in past, He's like the punching bag. Yeah, and right? past pay per views and past uh, raws and, and and stuff like that. I feel like they've uh, clashed quite a bit. So, um, you know, thank God it was a squash match because if it wasn't, then it would have made. I think it would have been even worse because it just would have made Braun look retarded. So, uh, moving on to what um, was a good palate cleanser after those couple matches. 
Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins. Um, I will start us off here and just say that uh, I thought this match was very good. I'm going to give it four questioning marks. Um, I thought that they both complemented each other very well. It reminded me of what of uh, of the type of match you may see in like New Japan or possibly like a independent type of style wrestling where there was a lot of hard hitting, a lot of um, good moves, a lot of good mat skills. Uh, the one thing at the end was the curb stomp that Rollins gave. I wasn't too big of a fan of the way that that looked. Um, usually WWE knows how to hit their angles when a move isn't about to look too well, but you know, they do their best and I thought the match was very well. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, th- I thought it was good seeing Rollins win as well. Although I, 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 do, I do love Shinsuke, but, um, seeing him being able to put on a really good match was very good in my eyes. So like I said, I'm going to go with the four questioning marks here. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, have to say, uh, Four questioning marks as well. Entertaining match. Like Matt said, uh, these are two of the best WWE has to offer and the match you could see on any promotion. And it would definitely, you know, hold up with the best of them, in my opinion. Um, Two guys who we, I'm sure we were all expecting this match to be at least four stars. Um, And they definitely delivered. Um, Good to see Shinsuke have a great match again, you know, Sure, it uh, reminded a lot of people of his New Japan days. Whoever's familiar with him Woo! there, and Rollins with his indie scene days, you know what he's known for: um, being the real best bout machine. And uh, <laughs> let them be fighting words, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just bust. I'm just busting balls. And uh, no, listen, thought it was a good match, entertaining, and I always like a good match that doesn't involve a title because. To me, it's very hard to capture my personal attention when something is not on the line or it's some sort of gimmick match. So definitely entertaining. Yeah, as, as a wrestling purist, uh, I'm going to, I guess, agree and put consensus on the board here and go with four questioning marks just because of the athleticism of these two competitors. Taking the gimmick aside with uh, with Rollins and the whole Messiah thing, I think we're all we've talked about on this show how we're tired of it. The glove, the attitude, you know. Although I I will give him credit that often you know when you, when you uh, as as a wrestler when you get a character from creative, I mean, and you're limited as to what, you know, what decision-making power you have, you've got to make the most of it. And I, I certainly think that he's done that effectively as a heel. So I will give him credit for that. Um, you guys alluded to his, you know, run as Tyler Black and whole ROH thing. And I mean, he's, he's got a history sometimes even in the ring, just with the athleticism, he'll remind me of like a younger Shawn Michaels. Um, there's a couple other competitors in WWE that have that too. Um, you know, I, I want to see him build from this into into something better. I still think he's great as a heel, just maybe a different type of heel, and and not the Messiah anymore. Great heel, great, absolutely great heel. Yes, definitely. He's like he's one of those guys who we talk about that could switch it on from heel to face. Um, you know, absolutely on and off. To me, I think to me, I think his his money is where is is as a heel. Yeah, I agree too. Um, he's got that annoying voice too. Yeah. And he just looks like an asshole, too. <laughs> yeah, listen, he does it right. He definitely does it Come right. Hey, bro. All right. Um, so this brings us to a match where I kind of ate crow a little bit because I, I said that they blew their load uh, during their first match. 
uh, Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus, that is. It was a uh, no DQ match. Uh, with a real explosion. <laughs> yeah, with, a, with an explosion that uh, showed AEW uh, what's up. So uh, I will let uh, – let's see. I'm going to let Jared go right now because I want to save – I wouldn't mind saving Jared for last for the Alexa Bliss Randy Orton segment. <laughs> All right. Um, so thought I thought every match that these two guys have wrestled has been awesome, entertaining. And I was also a bit worried um with what Matt said that, you know, it was a little bit, you know, used up already as a storyline, and we and, and they, you know, gave us a lot on Raw. But hey, these guys tore the house down to uh you know, two guys who are on their way to the, you know, who'll be Hall of Famers at the end of the day. And man, Drew McIntyre is as hot as anybody this year. Um, the guy really, really, really elevated his career uh, since WrestleMania this time last year, even before that, leading up to his number one being the number one contender. And he's really made himself into something uh, that I don't think any of us could have expected, you know, while. He was fired from WWE or released, whatever he was. Um, and Sheamus is a true professional. I would say this match is four and a half stars for me. Very entertaining. I love them kicking the shit out of each other, using props, you know. Great match. Four and a half stars. And I like that they have personal history, and that was brought into the match. To me, um, I enjoyed it very much and definitely enjoyed the two of them kicking the shit out of each other. <laughs> And as a trilogy here, you know, because we've got a series of matches, they had their, you know, the the first long one uh, on Raw that ended in McIntyre winning. Then you've got the uh, uh, the draw, you know, when they were both both counted out um, and and collided into each other with the uh, with the stairs. Uh, this was, you know, this lived up to the hype as that third match to be the pinnacle. Um, and you know, we've argued before. The three of us, uh, obviously, Jared has convinced me more of not only McIntyre's worth, but of WWE's professionalism uh, versus, let's just say, a certain other wrestler from another promotion that we'll leave nameless, uh, <laughs> who who was referred to earlier as the best bout machine. Um, Does his and, name ride and, with Penny Schnonega? Listen, taking nothing away from Omega, and 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 the reason why I'm going to agree with Jared and give this four and a half, the 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 dynamic between the two. I mean, in a way, almost the cultural thing kind of factors into the ferocity of these two guys going up against each other. You know, the Scots and the, the Scottish versus the Irish. Um, I mean, it brought that kind of brutality to it. You know, the kendo sticks. It had everything that I think you'd want in a really good match. Um, kind of goes back to our earlier discussions about this really should have just been a pay-per-view match as it was. But now that you see that, they, they, I mean, they consistently did a good job with all three matches um, and it kind of completes this, this feud. And now McIntyre is moving on to mania to go up against Lashley. Um, and, and the reason I brought up Omega really quickly, just to kind of close the loop on this for me, the story both in the ring and a, and a wrestler's personal story of their rise, fall, and then rebirth matters a lot. And what McIntyre has gone through, how he had to build himself up again, you can watch his stuff on the indies from like 20, I'd say 2014, 2015, until he returned to WWE. Some of the promos that he cut, like in in, uh, in ICW and elsewhere, um, are some of the most heartfelt, just genuine, sincere 
promos that you'll see from a wrestler. And that's what I value. Um, I, 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 I've talked before about serious wrestlers and why as a purist, I value them more than kind of the herky jerky, you know, nonsense that you sometimes get from an Omega who I will acknowledge is an incredible and athletic performer, but he should be a serious wrestler like McIntyre if he's that damn good. So uh, I've kind of gone on too long with my, my little Omega rant here. Uh, you know me, guys. I, I love all forms of wrestling, but when it comes down to it, it's 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 about the purity in the ring and the tenacity that a guy like McIntyre brings to the table. So four and a half questioning marks for me. All right. Good review, man. I think you guys covered it pretty much uh, on, on all angles. I'm going to go with uh, – the four and a half questioning marks as well because the match was just brutal, I thought. It was very good. Uh, you could tell that they both have a great chemistry with each other in the ring, and I think that spans from uh, you know, seeing all those videos uh, on Raw with their with their background and, 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 and their come up together and all that type of stuff. So I think uh, when you have two wrestlers that know each other on a personal level, uh, behind the scenes, it makes for amazing wrestling in the ring. And that's what you got out of Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Uh, kudos to them. Kudos to WWE for uh, putting on uh, what was a great match and what was a great series of matches uh, for sure. Matt, it was the peacock of the night. Oh, my God. Was it? It was such a hard peacock. <laughs> Fuck that peacock. <laughs> oh, God. And that's what Matt she said. Is, Matt. Matt just finished watching uh, Fastlane on Peacock because he was so delayed. Oh God, yeah, it was. It it it, it actually just started uh, uh, three hours ago. You you should start WrestleMania now so you can finish by the time me and Adam are uh, done. Well, the reason I didn't want to go too deep into it, but I had to bring it up because we, this wouldn't be a Fastlane review episode if we didn't talk about the viewing experience. So I, I just <laughs> had to get that in there. Well, <laughs> luckily, luckily, Adam and I and a few of my other buddies didn't have the issue that Matt had where things were, uh, he was locked out of certain uh, things on the network. Yeah. So, I got totally uh, blocked out. As soon as I signed up for Pacock, then they, uh, they pretty much excommunicated me from the WWE <laughs> network. That's funny. Cause I signed up for Pacock <laughs> at the beginning of the week also. And, uh, Adam and I had our, uh, one final time on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, 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 I'm happy to guide you guys. In the world of the peacock, since I'm the peacock veteran here, and uh, nice. I, I absolutely know how to ride the peacock uh, very well, so uh, <laughs> I will I, I will guide you guys on, on on how to use the peacock and how to uh, tame the peacock in a way that will make your uh, viewing pleasure uh, <laughs> as close as possible to what it was. That's great. <laughs> All right, so I'm um, talking about hard peacocks. We have Alexa Bliss. Uh, versus Randy Orton here. Uh, I am going to let Adam start. I'm going to go after that. So we will let Jared uh, t- take us home on this one because I know this is this is something he's clamoring to talk about. Adam, <laughs> yeah. uh, let's, you know, let's hear it. Like one of the earlier matches we talked about, where I think it was, yeah, it was the Mustafa Ali Riddle match, where it had a predictable ending and you knew going in what was going to happen. Everybody knew that the Fiend was going to come out. And so what interests me uh, from a viewing standpoint is when you know what's going to happen, you're really fascinated. It's really fascinating to see how it's going to play out because it's already predicted. Right. Um, And so, you know, the fiend comes out and he's got a whole new getup, new mask, new outfit. I think we were saying on the show uh, when we were watching it live, 
that he almost looked like uh, Corey Taylor from Slipknot with that mask. <laughs> yeah. You know, it had this kind of like rock, it's hard rock, uh, di- or, you know, dynamic to it. Um, of course, you know, uh, once he comes out, hits the sister Abigail on Orton, um, Alexa Bliss pins him in a very peacock type of a way, <laughs> let's just say. Um, but uh, yeah, this is a, this is a tough one to grade because now that we we knew he was coming back and that was going to build to Mania, so given that the storyline is not complete, it's tough to give a rating. Um, and this really isn't like a formal match. Uh, but that being said, just because of the anticipation and the hype, I'll go with four star uh, four questioning marks. And and if you could grade his new outfit out of questioning marks, what what would you give it? So don't Jared, don't get mad at me. I love the mask. I hate the rest of the outfit. Um, and so, I, I mean, I don't know how you want to rank that. That's all right. You uh, can just my, my, my to be honest with you, my favorite incarnation, and there have been many incarnations of Bray Wyatt and the Fiend, uh, was was actually well before this. I think I messaged you guys a while back that uh, his feud with Jericho in SummerSlam 2014, the promo that he cut on Jericho in the face to face leading up to SummerSlam, like that Wyatt from the Wyatt family. When he first, you know, was in that character, I really enjoyed. I enjoyed when he first became the fiend and would come down to the ring, you know, with with the lamp thing. I thought that was really cool. Um, the Firefly Funhouse s- segments are kind of getting old for me, but again, that's just me. I think what he still has that dynamic where when he's in the ring, you're scared of him. I mean, you're legit. Like, I mean, we're we're adults here, and I'm looking, I'm looking at him with the you know the flames, the music in the background, the outfit. He's still frightening, you know? I wouldn't mess with The Fiend. So. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was also pretty much on on, on the whole he's going to be coming back uh, train as well. Um, if I had to give this match a rating, I would give it around three and a half questioning marks, I would say, just because, like you said, it wasn't really a match. Um, I, I thought it was just like – it's ridiculous how how the lights fell from from like the sea. I I get the whole gimmick thing. I I like I understand. It was just uh, you know, it was I don't know. It was it was more funny to me, I guess, than it was like holy shit. There's fucking lights coming from the ceiling, you know. Um, there uh, the the way he came out was 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 definitely cool. The fiend. Um, when it comes to the attire. I agree. The face is cool. I I hate the way the hands like. Listen, I I, I get that he's burnt alive. I get it, guys. Uh, do we have to make his fingers like three nubs and then like make them look all slimy and shit? And then like like is he going to be able to put on a good wrestling match with three nubby fingers? Like I I, I mean like that's what it looked like to me. Um, is is he going to be able to to wrestle well in, in that Kmart esque looking? Uh, Halloween costume uh, that it looks like I, I I go shopping at the Halloween warehouse for. Um, I, I I'm so disappointed in, in, in the way he looks uh, in terms of the attire and things like that. Um, hopefully they switch it up a little bit. They have time to maybe give him a few different looks, but uh, you know maybe they heal him over the next few weeks and he gets his fingers back or something. I don't know. Uh, considering you know it's all supernatural stuff here. Uh, but I love the storyline. I'm, I'm 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 pumped to see how this culminates at WrestleMania, and uh, looking forward to hearing what Jared has to say about this. Awesome. Um, so 
I think the storyline is definitely five out of five questioning marks as far as that goes. Obviously, it's very hard to rate the match itself. Um, in my opinion, we're really rating the storyline and obviously what Matt wanted to rate, the uh, new costume or whatever. Um, this storyline has really not missed a beat. Um, I could see people not being a fan of the, you know, the black blood. But other than that, you know, it's been absolutely uh, a home run for WWE with the Alexa Bliss wrinkle, with the Fiend being burnt and wasn't around. The comeback coming out of the ring is always cool, whether it's, you know, Undertaker, Kane, Fiend, whoever, Mankind, whoever it may be. Um, always love stuff like that. Um, thought everything leading up to that was cool, how they fucked with Orton, how they, you know, delayed the Fiend a little bit, made people wait a little bit. Um, thought all that was cool. As far as the new getup goes, um, Love, love the mask. Uh, love that they're playing up the burnt thing. Uh, yeah, listen, I guess it looks a little cheap and, you know, whatever. But to me, it works. And it's very hard to screw up the Fiend. And I don't think that a little costume being, you know, bothersome to some is going to screw anything up in the storyline or whatever. But um, like Matt said, cannot wait for the WrestleMania match. I think this could be one of the better cinematic matches that we have ever seen. And I definitely enjoyed the last one they did when Randy Orton burnt down, uh, you know, the house and sister Abigail was in there and whatever. And I'm also, uh, curious to see how they incorporate. Um, I think they're going to incorporate like a bunch of the legends that, you know, he's punted or kicked over time and somehow in some way that'll be, uh, Involved too, because I think Bray wants to make him pay for his past, as we as we've heard um, between him and Alexa Bliss cutting promo. So uh, I don't know, guys. I don't need to uh, voice my opinion on how much I love this uh, storyline anymore, <laughs> because to me, it's to me, it's five out of five uh, all the way. All right. Well, uh, you know, we have a lot of uh, things to look forward to, especially this match. Hopefully, it delivers on WrestleMania. That's for sure. So uh, holding this uh, storyline to high standards and hopefully the culmination of it will be high standards as it has been throughout the course of its run. Uh, this brings us now to what we thought wasn't going to be a great idea throughout uh, right after uh, elimination chamber, but um, it has turned out to be what I think uh, was a great match. Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan for the universal title. Um, I thought this match was a four and a half star questioning mark match. Um, it was long. It was brutal. They were hitting their spots. They told a story in the ring. Um, it didn't feel like too over uh, the top in regards to trying to win over the crowd or the fans at home, I should say. Um, but uh, I got to say, closing out on a match like this, I love um, or a type of match like this, especially when there was a few duds throughout the night. Um, I felt that a match like this uh, was needed. I was happy to see Daniel Bryan uh, live up to his hype uh, as, as, as an amazing wrestler as he's been throughout his whole entire career. Uh, like I said, I give this match four and a half questioning marks. Awesome, awesome match. Uh, don't, I don't have much more to say other than, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a very, very, very good in-ring match. 
And um, I, I can go next, uh, Matt, just to say that uh, similar to the, the McIntyre Sheamus match, now I, I want to give it perfection, but I can't because for that, like you really, I think at Mania, when we, when we get to Mania for some of these matches, we'll probably have five questioning marks just based on the talent that's, that's, you know, on the card, but I'm going to go with four and a half on this one too. Uh, by the, because by the end of the match, even though I think most of us predicted that Brian Daniel Bryan was going to lose, he made you want him to win. I think because of just how well the match was done, the submissions he was hitting. Yeah, there was a um, lot of good close, know, like a lot of good close calls. Which you know, and I have to say, in the buildup, which we talked about in last week's show, uh, the last smack, you know, the go home SmackDown episode. You know, when Roman said, I've never tapped out before, I thought that was a tell. And we definitely got close here. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, Edge gets gets involved um, and, you know, uh, hits uh, hits uh, Daniel Bryan, uh, hits uh, Reigns, and then, um, and then leaves in, in a fit of anger. So that, you know, leads to a good build in the next three weeks for Mania. And it, it looks like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like we now no longer have... Uh, a one-on-one, but we actually have a triple threat uh, building for Mania. Is that a possibility with Brian still? In other words, I think the reason I'm going to give it four and a half uh, questioning marks is because I think everybody got over. You know, Reigns retained, Edge got his stuff in to, to you know to build the, the hype for the Mania match. Brian had a phenomenal performance and left you as a fan thinking that hey, maybe he could still compete. In that in that match, and I've been hearing and seeing online that he might be. So I'll leave it to, to Matt and Jared to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he might be factoring into that match. Yeah, so I uh, I'm going to give this a five star match. Actually, I wow, uh, yeah, I thought, um, and I'm not big on Daniel Bryan, but he's really like uh, garnered my attention the last few weeks. He's been cutting killer promos. He's was great in the ring. He showed that Roman is beatable and that Roman actually tapped out. Um, I love the dynamic with Edge, love the dynamic with Jey Uso. Um, like, like Matt said and Adam said, you know, all guys got over. Um, and I have to agree with Adam. It's, and I believe, I believe I called this on the podcast prior to uh, Fastlane uh, last Sunday that. It's going to be a triple threat match at Mania between uh, Daniel Bryan, Edge, and Roman. Obviously not official yet. We'll most likely find out um, Friday night. But, uh, man, I can't remember the last time the WWE put on a match like this in the ring. And I'll tell you also, um, you know, there have been several, like, four questioning mark matches, three and a half from us and, and above, aside from the... Uh, you know, the brawn match and the women's match. I mean, it was a pretty good card, and I did believe it was going to be a pretty good show just based on um, first episode on Peacock, trying to get new users and, you know, people who aren't familiar with wrestling who are already subscribed. Um, yeah, uh, man, Daniel Bryan really, really put on a show. Roman puts on a show in the ring, and like Matt said, the story was definitely being told in the match, and yeah, uh Love it, love the dynamic with Edge also, and I hope Edge uh, definitely takes it home in, in a few weeks. But uh, guys, it was a, uh, a definitely a surprise for me on how good I thought the show was. I uh, they hit a home run for a show before Mania that 
you know, they could have just thrown out there with no substance like they sometimes do. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, I have to agree. It was, it was uh, besides for the few duds, uh, the pay per view was solid. Um, I liked how it, it it ended on a good hour, also for us old fucks out there that uh, need to uh, either wake up early for work or just have a day of grinding ahead of them, especially when when it's a work night. So uh, thank you WWE for that. Um, the match was great, and you know I think they set themselves up for a really good two nights of WrestleMania, which uh, we're going to be, uh, you know, hopefully all watching together through either streaming or possibly hanging out. So we'll see uh, what goes and on. I'm from sure there. we'll have a WrestleMania preview show, post oh, yeah. show, all, oh, yeah. all that stuff, all that good stuff, you know, coming your way. All that gushy gush. Yeah. So welcome uh, to WrestleMania. Nah. <laughs> That was, yeah, Adam's actually got a good voice. Um, well, yeah. you know, it's the Pakaka, it's the Pakak of the wrestling year. So I guess that uh, we could wrap it up now, fellas. And uh, you yeah, know, man. guys, you guys got to hit us up. Yeah, hit us up on uh, Twitter. Talk to us. Send us some messages. You know, send us yeah, some yeah. emails. Yeah, we've been posting like crazy. We got we got to get some interaction going here. So uh, we'd once love again, to hear from everybody. Yeah, our our Twitter handle is the question in eleven, the Q U E S T I O N I N eleven. Hit us up on there. Our Gmail is the questioning marks at gmail.com. Hit us up. Like I said, we're trying to interact with the uh, listeners out there, trying to get the listener uh counts up a little bit. So spread the word of the wrestling podcast. We are we are trying to kill it out there, guys. We've we you know we've been uh doing our, our picks of the week. We do our reviews. So um, we're, we're definitely a good group of uh, guys to uh, interact with when it comes down to the wrestling world. So, uh, you know, with that being said, check out, uh, you know, our re- review here and we'll be coming at you guys on Sunday. Um, I may not be there Sunday possibly, but either way, we'll figure out a way to uh, get the recording out to you guys. So, uh for Jared and Adam, I am Matt. We are the questioning marks. Have a great Pe- fucking night. Peace out, guys, and uh, thanks again for listening. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>